This podcast of the Model Health Show is presented to you by Sean Stevenson with Rare Gym Productions. For more information, visit the SeanStevensonModel.com. Welcome to the Model Health Show and Happy New Year. Yay. Happy 2015. I need a horn and a rattler. <laughs> this is fitness and nutrition expert Sean Stevenson here with my beautiful co-host and producer of the Model Health Show, Jade Harrell. Hello, Sean. <laughs> What's up, Jade? How you doing today? Popping the bottle to you, sir. I am one tabulous. Popping bottles. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So what is that? One tabulous. Well, it's wonderful and fantastic tabulous all together. <laughs> so you're going to triple it, huh? I am. I had to put it all together. I actually took that from our review of the week. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, everybody, thank you so much for joining us. And I really want to truly thank you for being a part of this movement with me, you know, and really helping to change the landscape of health in our world. Yes. You know, it's really, really powerful what this podcast movement is doing. And it really starts with you, mm-hmm. you know, taking this information in and embodying it and becoming you know, the representation of it in your own life. And then, of course, sharing this with the people that you care about. Right. It's amazing. I love when I share and they say, thanks. I'm so (laughs) glad you sent this to me. Right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So what we want to do is make sure that this year, 2015, is the best year of your life. Okay. You know, in all facets. So what we're going to be talking about today is the biggest health, fitness, and lifestyle lessons of 2014 and what you should try in 2015 or what you should really focus more on. Yes. Just taking those lessons. And the reason that I decided to do this show was because I've got this really interesting strategy that I've started to embody mm-hmm. the past couple of years, which is not just setting goals for 2015, but first, before you do that, do a recap right. of 2014. Really sit down and write down all the things that you've accomplished. Yeah. Because what that does is it really sets your brain into a place. You know, we're talking about tapping into your reticular activating system in your Mm -hmm. brain, your reticular cortex. So this is real science that actually can help to affirm that you can create things. Sure. You know, it helps to affirm what's possible for you. Absolutely. You know, and and these parts of your brain are what really determine your focus. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to accomplish what you want in your life, it's really going to take that focus. Sure. You know, so for you to go back and kind of recap and see like, oh, my goodness, I can't Mm -hmm. believe I accomplished that. Mm -hmm. I did this. Even small things. That's right. You know, you put yourself in that very empowered state to go and create your goals for 2015. For sure. And we get going so much that we don't even acknowledge what we've accomplished. We yeah. always recognize what we were remiss on. Right, right. So what are we lacking? Where are we missing? If you're coming right. from that place oh, of lack. I didn't do. I didn't right. achieve. I didn't see. Yeah. Oh, you'd be so surprised. Lack begets lack. Yes, it does. And accomplishment begets accomplishment, you know? So again, just kind of recapping and I highly encourage you to do this even Mm -hmm. today. I don't know if you've already set your goals for the new year, but just go back and recap 2014 Mm -hmm. and acknowledge the things that you've done, even the small growth, you know, the big things you've accomplished and the small things, Mm -hmm. the the things that you set out to do, or maybe you didn't even set out to do that helped you to become the person you are right now. That's right. We're talking little things like I drink spring water about a gallon a day now, Mm. you know, if that's what you did. (laughs) But among other things, you know, it's called kind of like a life budget. So you see what your inputs were and when you see what your outlays were and then where you are. It's so wonderful to get you recalibrated for the new year. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So we're going to dive fully into that. But first, let's give a shout out to our show sponsor, Onnit.com. Onnit still on it for 2015. (laughs) Onnit.com forward slash model. So that's O-N-N-I-T forward slash M-O-D-E-L for 10% off all of your health and human performance supplements. You know, we're a huge fan of the Hemp Force Protein. Oh, yeah. Vanilla acai flavor is my fave. And I'm digging Chaco Maca. <laughs> so this is the most bioavailable protein for the human body. Do yourself a favor, 2015, if you've not already gotten on it, this is the year. Give yourself this opportunity to try out the most bioavailable, best tasting protein that there is. Mm-hmm. You know, we all need protein supplements if we're going to be performing at a high level and especially if we're exercising, right. you know, to rebuild your body, rebuild your brain. So you want to get the good stuff. Especially trying to get back on that wagon. <laughs> right. You need a little boost to get back on the wagon because you'll be surprised when the wagon gets moving how tough it is <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> to think things are going to happen overnight. The road can be a little rocky, <laughs> yeah. you know, for sure. But this is why you need to get yourself, get your hands on the best stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, don't settle. This year, no more settling, mm-hmm. you know. And again, just give it a shot. If you haven't tried it yet, give it a try. 
And the thing is, I already know it's going to be hard to go back. Right. You're going <laughs> to love it. So Hemp Force Protein also, I'm a big fan of this Digest Tech. Oh. Okay, so this is the digestive enzyme supplement. And you know, it's in my fancy bag I carry around. <laughs> we already talked about it in a previous show. So this can help you to assimilate and digest the food that you're eating, especially denser foods. I like to have these on hand for so has the amylase to help to break down carbohydrates, protease to break down proteins, lipase to help you break down fats, cellulase to help you break down plant fibers. And But then they've got other things in here as far as digestive enzymes, but then they've got the real story things like fennel seed powder and ginger root extract, Ooh. you know, things that help to really improve and boost your digestive fire. So if you're somebody who's wanting to improve your digestive capacity, mm-hmm. I highly recommend checking out the Digest Tech. And they've got so many amazing things. Onit.com right. forward slash M-O-D-E-L for 10% off of these things. So head over there and check them out. Now let's go ahead and get into the iTunes review of the week. Well, this is where I got how good I felt because when I saw this, I felt it immediately. From Juicy Jess, One Tabulous Wednesdays. That's wonderful and fabulous. <laughs> I absolutely love Sean and his podcast. Every Tuesday night since I discovered the Model Health Show, thinking about my commute brings a smile to my face because I know there will be a new insightful podcast for me to listen to as I drive, even though I really don't care for my commute or job. These podcasts seriously give me life and help me stay positive and focused on my goal which is to become a registered holistic nutritionist so I can use my background in fitness and passion for helping others to impact lives the way Sean does in the future. I am so thankful for this podcast, and I thank Sean and Jade for consistently putting together a quality show full of mind-awakening content. It has given me a new perspective on topics such as natural childbirth, which I never considered before, to the quality of my drinking water and so much more. The knowledge seeds have been planted, and I am continuing to harvest them by doing my own research. I tell everyone about this podcast. Sean and Jade, I appreciate your presence. And ended with a smiley face. (laughs) I'm literally holding my heart right now. I see. That is so powerful, Mm -hmm. and I'm so grateful for you just sharing that with me and sharing your life with me. Mm -hmm. You know, it truly means a lot. And everybody, thank you so much for leaving these reviews. It and means the, the world depth to us. Of the yes. Oh my so goodness. We understand who she is <laughs> right. and what she's working on. I'm riding at. with you. I'm riding right. with you right now. Right. Even though I'm <laughs> dealing with the whole work commute thing. Yeah. You know, I love that. We call it Automobile University. We baby. will be thinking about her on Wednesdays. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for that. So now let's go ahead and get into our topic of the day. Mm-hmm. So today I'm going to be sharing 15, count them 15 of the biggest health, fitness, and lifestyle lessons of 2014. And what you should try in 2015. Great. So we're just going to go down the list here. And we're going to start with number one. Number one of the biggest health, fitness, and lifestyle lessons of 2014. Number one is to refocus on body weight exercises. Mm -hmm. And this comes up first because it's freshest in our mind. Our last episode we had on the American Ninja Warrior, Travis Brewer. And we really got in depth in talking about having a positive mindset even bringing that to your exercise or nutrition because it makes the whole thing a lot easier. But also we got into the strategies of how to become more ninja-like in our own lives and more fit and strong in our own bodies. And I truly believe that every single person, you need to first master your own body Mm -hmm. before you go out and try to master other things outside of yourself. Sure. You know, even in the relationship context, be able to move your body so you can move her body body, or move his body, you know, (laughs) become a master of that, you know, just Mm -hmm. get comfortable within your own structure, you know, and also like the John Mayer song says, you know, your body's a wonderland, right? You know that song? (laughs) Your body is a wonderland. sing it, Sean. (laughs) Use my hands. (laughs) So it's true, you know, your body is definitely a wonderland. There's so much capacity, there's so much capability that you have within yourself. You don't need to go to a fancy gym. You don't need to do much of anything outside of just understanding how you work and being able to do the, you know, body weight squats and lunges and dips and pull-ups and all those kind of things. And push-ups. Yeah, there's so much capacity yes. and you don't need a gym. This is getting away from the excuse right. that I don't have time. Right. You know, and for me, I'm somebody that I don't want to waste. I don't want to waste effort. I don't want to do a half-hearted workout, you know, where I'm just doing a little bit of body weight exercise and And then I'm messing up my real workout, Mm -hmm. you know, so but what I've really learned is that this can complement it, you know. So if I'm just doing a couple of body weight movements a day, working on some things, maybe working on handstand push ups, Mm -hmm. working on my squat depth or maybe working on something more advanced like, you know, some muscle ups or things like that. 
You know, these are things that I can play with and work on every day. And it's not going to interrupt my heavy lifting that I like to do. Yeah, you do. So definitely refocus everybody. This is an opportunity this year. Shift your focus over to working on your body weight exercises. You know, and this doesn't have to interrupt if you're a heavy barbell lifting person like me. Mm -hmm. um, But this complements it so that you're empowered within your own body to be able to just move, you know, and not be like some kind of a robot. Right. You know? Right. Or a grunting, stiff, moving, whatever other device. (laughs) Well, I say that. So, and I know some people can understand Mm -hmm. when you reach down to pick up the thing Mm -hmm. or you reach up to pull down the thing or you're doing any regular daily movements and you go, ugh. Yes. See, that's the thing. You know, we talked about this with uh, Dr. Kelly Starrett on that episode. (laughs) Most people, they're not getting injured when they're in the gym lifting a heavy barbell. They're getting injured when they're leaning down to pick up a a pillow. Yeah. It's like, what? how heavy was that pillow? Getting out the bed. You you know, know, most random things. It's it's just because we become so robotic in our movements and we don't really know how to use our own physiology. And so, again, this is why, uh, number one, refocus on bodyweight exercise. It's one of the biggest lessons from 2014. And take this into 2015 and apply it. So that's number one. Number two on our list is that sleep matters. Mm. Sleep matters. And this year, this past year has been the birthing of a huge project for me. I wrote, literally created from nothing, best-selling book. You did. You know, Sleep Smarter, 21 Proven Tips to Sleep Your Way to a Better Body, Better Health, and Bigger Success. And it's just been a transformational experience for me. And it was one of those experiences initially that it had to come out. Right. Like I couldn't do anything but write this book. The message needed to be told. And since then, it's affected I don't even, I mean, oh, yeah. it's, it's insane how many people that it's reaching in a good way, insane yeah. in the membrane, right. <laughs> but it's, it's a good thing, you know, and really shifting this conversation back to the fact that really simply you don't get in shape in the gym, no matter how hard you're working in the gym That's after right. your workout is finished, you're in worse shape than when you walked into yeah, the gym. Cause you beat it up. If we take you and get your biomarkers done, you know, your uh, blood panel, hormone panel, right after your workout, your inflammatory biomarkers are going to be up. It could look like your hormones, your stress hormones are going to be up. It will look like there's something wrong with you, but there's nothing wrong with you. You just did a a powerful workout. Mm -hmm. You know, it's called a hormetic stress. Your body changes while you're asleep. Mm -hmm. That is the secret. Right. You know, and you can, quote, get by with some of this stuff when you're younger, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of bypassing this law. But as you grow older and your hormones change, you really got to pay more attention to this. And if you're going to play at a high level, not for the short game, but the long game, you've got to get this sleep dialed in. And if you don't have it by now, get your copy of Sleep Smarter. You Gotta need to have, this is a mandatory manual yeah. for sure. Yeah. You know, it's just to get those pieces of mastery for your sleep quality. And this does not mean you need to sleep your life away. You need mm-hmm. to sleep nine hours a day, eight hours, whatever it is. It's just getting the high quality sleep, getting yourself into stages three and four sleep mm-hmm. more frequently. That's right. And so what that does though, Sean, you beyond the sleep is bringing us back to the core of life, the Mm -hmm. living, the basic things that we don't do anymore. Paying attention to that very primal component of being a human. Right. If I sleep, then I also need to drink and I also need to rest and I also need some still time and I also need activity. So it really has sparked a lot more than just that downtime. Right. Because we are human, Mm -hmm. you know. (laughs) <laughs> Some of us. We're not. Uh, I just saw the um, new for... Lord of the Rings movie <laughs> and they were like, um, you know, the orcs yeah. and elves and all these things, all this magical thing. But you're human. Yeah. You know, you're Most not Smeagol. <laughs> I would yeah. Yes. <laughs> Go to sleep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we need to make sure we're getting our rest on. Absolutely. You know, we need to do that because it's just a part that's built into the program. It's a law. Mm-hmm. You there know, you go. It's one of those laws. And when you ignore the laws of the body, mm-hmm. you get pain. Yeah, you you might even turn into Smeagol or, or Gollum. <laughs> We're walking around like that, right? <laughs> Gives it to us. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> so that's number two on our biggest health and fitness lessons of 2014. Okay. Number three on our list of biggest health, fitness, and lifestyle lessons of 2014 is to don't try and do it on your own. Don't try and do it on your own. Even... You know, we just talked about the fact that we are human. We are mm-hmm. parts, we are cells, or we're part of the cellular makeup of this planet. We have to work together in synergy. Absolutely. And I, for one, you know, prior to 2014, I had a really big revelation of uh, this past year, but I was one of those people who was just kind of on an island, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm trying to change the world by myself right. and taking that task on of helping all these people, working with all these patients, having this idea that 
no one can do it at the level that I can, right. you know, which in some capacities, this is true. I have certain gifts and talents that I bring to the table that are unique to me. But at the same time, there's so many gifted people. And it's really about having those strategic alliances, mm-hmm. you know, working together to really make a powerful impact. Yes. You know, because I can be Tom Hanks out there on the island with Wilson, <laughs> you know, trying to change the world, but I'm not going to get very far. That's a good example. You know, so this year I really got together with a lot of people who are doing some amazing things mm-hmm. and co-creating, mm-hmm. you know, these powerful movements. And we're seeing this specifically with this podcast movement right, right now. Right. You know, people really playing at a high level, people stepping up and getting into the game, yeah. you know, with the podcasting. And it's so powerful, so powerful. We're all really working together for the betterment of all of us. I love that. You know, it's a wonderful experience. And so also on that note, um, to get coaching and mentorship to help you. Mm-hmm. This is a big lesson, a big takeaway of 2014. Yeah, I learned that. How so? From you. You know, all <laughs> this time, more. well, I was the girl that was uh, the woman, the mom, the, I was out here just plugging away at it. And then, you know, there wasn't a breakthrough until... You stopped and we were able to pull together and make a determination that you got to change. Mm. <laughs> and I said, I can't. Mm, you said, yeah. you don't have to do it alone. I'm right here. Yeah. And instantly, within moments, it, it all made a difference. Ah, hand on the heart again. <laughs> so powerful, Jay. Thank it's you. true, Sean. So that's one of the big lessons, you know, even with this show, this is a mentorship. This is a partnership. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a part of your lives mm-hmm. and you're a part of my life. I'm doing this. I'm getting up every day focused to be able to bring something of value to your life, something mm-hmm. tangible, something real, an insight of some sort, a tip of some sort that can help you on your journey. It does. You know, and just tuning in to information like this, you don't need direct mentorship. You know, we don't have to talk face to face for this to happen. You know, we live in an amazing time mm-hmm. where we get access to information like this. We can watch empowering videos from mm-hmm. the, some of the greatest teachers of all time, you know, and, and tune into these amazing like masterclasses. Our shows are masterclasses mm-hmm. on these different topics, you know, right. ranging from water to heart disease, right. breaking the thing down to the nth degree, but in a way that makes sense, yes. making it fun and making it cool to be smart, making it cool to learn, That's right, you know, and that's what we're really doing here. It's hip to be square. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I have one in there. I so, <laughs> no, I did. So, and of course, I want to take this a step further and encourage you in 2015, though, to get out and actually be in the environment. Get yourself to a live event. Mm-hmm. You know, get yourself exposed to this kind of information. If I'm in your town, come and see me. Yeah. You know, we're going to start posting up the events that I'm going to be at here on my website soon as well for 2015, which is really, really exciting stuff. That is, that is. And so not just me, but some of the great teachers, you know, get yourself in that environment. Be around people who are uplifting in your life. Yeah. You know, set a higher standard. For yourself. That's what it's really about. And making sure that we're bringing in empowering information because it literally changes your brain. It does. You know, which we're going to talk about here in just a moment. So that is number three. Don't try and do it on your own. Make alliances, partnerships, get coaching and mentorship. And the big takeaway of this year is to invest in yourself and getting into these podcasts are free. Yeah. You know, but that's an investment. That's an investment of your time. It is. Investing in books, you know, paying a little bit of money for books to go to live events, whatever the, the case may be, invest in yourself and it's going to pay off hundreds, if not thousands of times over, over and over and over again. Most certainly. Okay. Number four on our list of the biggest health, fitness and lifestyle lessons in 2014 is traveling can be a sticky health situation. <laughs> I remember that. Right? So I've done quite a bit of traveling this past year. We've got a show coming up in 2015, really detailing these strategies that I've been able to kind of dissect and break down. And so that you can have these takeaways of when you're traveling to be able to continue to feel good, stay healthy and enjoy your travels, mm-hmm. you know, without having any big interruptions in your flow. I'm going to be putting that show together for you guys in 2015 because I've learned a lot. Mm-hmm. I've learned so much this past year. And these were things, you know, I was traveling quite a bit prior to this year, but I've taken some time off to write the book and to just kind of focus on that and, and my family structure. Uh, but now with just kind of having that locked in, started to travel more and go to different events and speak at different events. And man, the things that I've learned right. and also just seeing the mistakes that people make, the mistakes that I made, mm-hmm. you know, that can just interrupt after your, you know, your travels and you end up getting sick and just kind of instead of coming back with momentum right. from a live event, 
You know, you're coming back and trying to get better first. Yeah. You know, you don't have to go through that part. Like having to take a vacation from your vacation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that's number four. One of the biggest takeaways and life lessons for 2014 is traveling can be a sticky health situation, but there are solutions and they're coming up for you in 2015. Number five on our list is you can always create a better brain. That's Mm -hmm. one of our biggest health, fitness and lifestyle takeaways And this is just piggybacking on the episode that we had on the incredible Jim Quick on the Model Health Show. This was episode 56, and it was titled, How to Improve Your Memory, Read Faster, and Access Your Superhero Powers. And just kind of getting into the understanding about the neuroplasticity that we all have. You know, your brain is malleable, it's flexible, it's changeable, no matter if you're nine months or 90, you know, your brain has this amazing capacity to change and to grow. And we've got to take it by the horns. You know, if you're not guiding your brain, it's just going to be on autopilot and getting stuck. You know, you're going to be creating patterns for the sameness, Mm -hmm. you know, so you've got to challenge yourself. You've got to keep your brain growing and keep exposing it to new stimuli because it keeps you sharp. It keeps you young. Mm -hmm. It literally keeps you youthful, keeps your brain youthful by learning new things, by trying new things. So one of the big takeaways is in 2015, Try something new, Mm -hmm. you know, I'd say every month, maybe it's a different class, maybe it's a different exercise regimen, maybe you're tuned in, you're starting to read a different blog, maybe you're going to a different event every month, just try something new every single month. I like that. You know, make it a mandate because it's going to keep your brain changing, keep your brain expanding and growing, it's going to make you a better person overall for 2015 and beyond. Perfect. I'm so doing that. So number six, don't be seduced by media distractions. Right. This was the year of Ebola. Mm-hmm. Right. Ebola. Mm-hmm. Big fear here in our country. And of course, this is not to negate its worldwide impact. Right. You know, but here in the United States, this was blown up and everybody really not everybody, but many people bought into this fear that this was something that was going to spread and just demolish our country like the Black Plague or something. Mm-hmm. You know, and we've already seen this before, you know, where the media hypes up, you know, is anthrax. Is anthrax bad? We had anthrax, the swine flu, Mm -hmm. the bird flu, mad cow disease. What happened to all that stuff? You know, we're all right. Mm -hmm. You know, and the same thing goes for the story. And it's just, it's a shift. It's not that it's not an issue. It's that there are things that are more important. So from 1976 to 2007, flu-associated deaths in this country range from about 3,000 to 50,000. Okay, 50,000 according to the center for disease control and prevention, all right? And then versus here in this country, you know, maybe one individual losing their life from Ebola, you know, but again, it was this big fear. So it's looking at these kind of normal things we've accepted as normal of mm-hmm. getting the flu and then dying from it right. because of not having good prevention and not having good health care, yeah. you know? And when we're talking about health care, we're talking about That's the right. real health care, mm-hmm. you know, making sure that you are eating the best food for your body, right. you know, eating food that your genes expect you to eat, Properly hydrating, movement, you know, all the things that your body requires, of course, getting true good sleep, healthcare, yes. you know, true health care mm-hmm. um, so that we can kind of stave off this stuff and just recover. Right. You it's know, kind of like that analogy of I'm afraid to fly because right. of a plane crash, but you're more likely to have a car accident than you are to die in right. a plane crash or to have a plane yeah. crash. So exactly. somewhere, don't let the fear be the determination driving factor. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And what I want to shift everybody's attention to is the fact that. We've got much greater issues, you know, right now, currently, heart disease is the number one cause of death for both men and women in the United States, claiming approximately one million lives annually, one million people. But you don't hear about this and how our conventional medicine has really dropped the ball on this situation. And it's to the degree that we're not even talking about it. We're just seeing people losing their lives and we're focused on the wrong thing. We're focused on cholesterol, for example, when in fact... 50% 50% of the people who die from heart disease don't have high cholesterol. Right. So it's obviously not causation. You know, correlation does not equal causation. And we just dropped the ball on this. You know, so we've got that. And then every 33 seconds, someone in the United States dies from cardiovascular disease. So that's just that. And let's talk about diabetes really quickly. 234,051 death certificates listed diabetes as the underlying or contributing cause of death. Most certainly. And so these are greater issues here. And these are related to our lifestyle. Yeah. But nobody wants to talk about this. Nobody wants to shine a light on it. But we're doing that here. And also there are these incredible 
other teachers out there, you know, these incredible podcasts that are out there really getting this message out and it's really starting to infiltrate in a good way. Yes. <laughs> our common popular culture. Sure. You know, so we're getting the information out there to shift our focus on being a healthy, sovereign individual first and foremost. And don't buy into the fear. Be aware. Right. Be aware. But at the same time, focus on being healthy because that's going to help you if you've got a strong immune system to fend off almost all of this stuff. You know, that's the real core of it. Having a healthy, happy, sovereign lifestyle, you know, and creating health within your body. Absolutely. Woo. So that one, it's really tough to talk about. Yeah. You know, it's really tough to talk about. That's because, very eye-opening for me, though. I yeah. mean, although I'm paying more attention, but to realize... When you made that correlation between Ebola and heart disease, Mm -hmm. we're really following it the wrong way. We're really looking at this. We're distracted. Yes. And the great news is that once we're healthy and capable as a human unit, we can go and actually help out other individuals, other nations, other countries, other cities, other towns that are dealing with these more, quote, third world illnesses like Ebola. But you can't do that if you're not healthy. You can't do that if you're suffering from heart disease and diabetes, the real things that are taking us out. Sure. You know, so this is a huge heads up for you guys for the next thing that the big fear, Mm -hmm. the big distraction comes out. You're already prepared. Like, look at this. Would you look at that? Look at it. Just have a look. Now they've got the zebra illness. (laughs) You know, that's the next thing. You're going to get stripes. Sea lions. You're going to get stripes. (laughs) Your voice going to change. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So. That's one of the big takeaways. So that's number six. Number seven on our list of the top health, fitness, and lifestyle takeaways from 2014 is to stop comparing yourself, all right? Cultivate a healthy self-image. That is one of the biggest takeaways from this year. That was rich. And this is coming on the heels of the episode 46 we did of how to improve your self-esteem, build confidence, and strengthen your body image. And also, we did an amazing episode with Madeline Moon. Yes. Maddie brought, she just, she brought mm-hmm. it, you know, and talking about how when we compare ourselves, we really silence our creator. Yeah, we do. You know, and it's led to a lot of suffering in our culture and a lot of disordered eating, disordered lifestyle habits, and just getting back to having a healthy self-love and respect for ourselves. Right. You know, so this is one of the biggest takeaways of this year is cultivating that, putting some focus and attention on loving yourself as much as you would love your child or your Mm -hmm. mother or your father. How do you speak to yourself? Say it, John. You know, speak to yourself in a kind manner, an affirmative manner, because you are important. You're valuable. Because, and also our number one driving force as a human being is to stay congruent with the ideas that we hold of ourselves. Say it. You know, so we have to, we absolutely must cultivate a healthy self-image because that is going to lead to all of the activities and actions that we do on a daily basis. No organization can survive without its founding principles and your body is an organization. (laughs) (laughs) So that is incredibly powerful. And that was number seven of our big takeaways from this past year. So number eight on our list of the biggest health, fitness and lifestyle takeaways of 2014 is that sitting is the arch nemesis of health. Right, so this is like that was so huge for me. This is the Hydra to Shield. This is the Joker (laughs) to the Batman. Right, so your health is is Batman, Luther. Right, it's the Dark Knight, (laughs) and then you've got this crazy Joker's Batman. Gonna make you sit down and (laughs) right, right, screw up your back and your health and give you diabetes. Ah, Joker foiled me again. So. Understand, this is a huge issue, and this is something, we again, we've just kind of accepted as normal. You know, we become desk jockeys. You know, we sit at a desk all day, and we sit on our couch all evening, and then we lay down in bed, and we get up, and we do the whole thing again. We go and sit in our car to get to our desk, and, you know, we've got to break the pattern. And we had on the incredible Dr. Kelly Starrett. It was episode 79, and really broke this stuff down. And it's so powerful to have information like this, but not just understanding how damaging it is, but the strategies that, that we can change without making it complicated, mm-hmm. right? So one of the things that I brought to the table we talked about was the very desk. You know, so I've got a very desk in my office that sits on my existing desk and I can adjust it so that I can stand up. And of course, even when we're doing the podcast, I'm standing, yeah. I could easily be right. sitting down. Right, and, and I, I won't have. be sitting because I got to touch buttons. Of course, <laughs> but you stand up too, you know? Right. So Absolutely. they're always away. You know, and I've even seen somebody send me a picture. They put their laptop. They have a couple of containers that have like clothes in them. They set them up in their house and put the laptop on top. And they're go. like, I'm doing it, man. I'm One step at a time. There you go. You know, <laughs> so sitting is the arch nemesis of health. And we talked 
in depth about that. And also we did episode 40 this year as well, really diving in and talked about this episode was called How Sitting Can Destroy Your Health, Even If You Exercise. You know, so it can negate a lot of the benefits from your exercise. So if you haven't heard that episode, definitely go back and check it out. The big takeaway is find more ways to be active in 2015. Because that is the huge leverage point. Find every way to be active in 2015. Mm, mm -mm. And just add in the things that work for you. You know, and do them consistently. It's going to create a whole different life. Right. You know, so that one thing alone. Number nine on our list of the biggest health, fitness, and lifestyle lessons of 2014 is that doing work that you love matters Mm. all right and so this is coming on the heels of the episodes with the incredible pat flynn from smart passive income we did an episode with him that was episode 71 and also episode 58 with john lee dumas from entrepreneur on fire and just really getting a glimpse into how powerful your life can be overall yes when you're doing work that you love you know because it's a huge stressor when you're getting up every day yes and your whole kind of modus operandi is to Force yourself to get up to go do something you don't want. Right. You're not born for that. Right. You're not, you're not born for that purpose. You're born to give your gifts, to really flesh out your talents, to work on being a beneficial presence on this planet. That's why you're here. You know, and if we're kind of sidetracked and we're doing something to get by, we can often get into the trap of thinking that this is all that there is for me. This is what I have to do. And we play that game of getting to someday aisle, right? I think I remember Jim Rohn saying this, someday aisle. Yeah. Once you get to someday aisle, then everything will be all right. Someday I'll be able to go and look for the job I really want. Or someday I'll start the business that I've always wanted to start. But the reality is it's right now. Absolutely. Right now, you have everything that you need to get started. You have everything that you need to make this thing happen. And it's really about, again, getting great coaching, getting great mentorship, tapping yourself into the things that keep you empowered and the things that train you and give you the skills that you need to be able to live the life you really want. Because- I've got a university education, you know, I've got a degree, but nowhere in my university experience did they give me a class like Success 101. That wasn't available. They didn't teach me how to be successful. Sure. You know, a matter of fact, a lot of the stuff that I learned is not applicable to my life in any form or fashion today. The experience of college itself, of that university experience, really it lends itself to developing, it's like a good bridge from, you know, being under the wing of the parents or the guardians to being on your own and kind of learning skills of communication and being accountable for yourself. I think it's incredibly valuable, the relationships that get built, you know, and learning how to learn. Sure. I think the greatest thing that you can take away from college, if you're kind of, even if you have this insight, because sometimes this can happen even for people that go to school, is learning how to learn. That's the big takeaway. I must learn how to learn. That's right. And it makes everything else that you're exposed to easy, Mm -hmm. you know, so- This is one of the big things of this year is really understanding that doing the work that you love matters. It does. And whether or not you feel like I need to go to school for this, I needed to get some kind of degree before I can do the work that I love. You know, that's really, you're saying it and so it is. And so it is. You don't need to get a degree to be able to help people. That's right. You don't need a degree to be able to give advice. You don't need a degree to be able to be of service to other human beings because even the whole concept of having a degree was made up by somebody. Right. You know, just another person, very much like you, who set out to change something, who set out to create a standard. You know, you don't need a degree to do this stuff. However, there are so many different certifications, trainings, education, like even this podcast training. The stuff that you learn on this show is light years beyond what's being taught in schools right now. Most certainly. You know, when we're talking about nutrition, when we're talking about health and human anatomy, physiology, biochemistry, a lot of that stuff that you learn there doesn't have any translation into the real world. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is where you get that real world education and how to help other people, how to help your potential patients, clients, and what have you. You know, and there are many other podcasts that are on other topics like our, our friends from Smart Passive Income, Pat Flynn and Entrepreneur on Fire. You know, they can give you that training for business and having your own monetization strategies to monetize your ideas, you know, and it's just about, again, getting that training. So that's the big takeaway from 2014 is that doing work that you love matters. And this year is the time to make the decision to take even just one step towards doing the work that you love. Yes. Okay. Just take one step. And I would say, if you're going to play at a high level, take just one step each day. A small step can lead to an entirely different life 365 days from now. 
You know, is there an email that you can write? Is there a course that you can look up? Is there something that you can learn every single day, even just five, 10 minutes, something to move you towards that path because you can get there. It's just a matter of changing that direction, even just a little inch, you know, shifting your course right now of your life. One inch will take you to a totally different place. Yes. All right. So that's number nine. Number 10 on our list of biggest health, fitness and lifestyle lessons of 2014 is that food can separate us or can bring us together. Mm. Now, this whole idea of kind of food separatism or elitism, we dove into when we had on Alex Jameson. Yes. Brilliant, brilliant woman. She was featured in the movie Supersize Me. Hopefully you've seen this. This is uh, another one of those mandatory things. Really changed the landscape of food in our country. You know, in particular, the most glaring, obvious one is fast food. So she was in that film, and she's also a very talented author, speaker, and just a great person, you know, and just talked about her struggles of being identified one way with a label of being vegan or vegetarian and how that separated her from being able to reach people and being able to be accepted, you know, and many different degrees of also being able to feel like she has a place. You know, when she shifted out of being a vegan and changed her label slightly, there was a lot of kickback. There was a lot of negative energy that was thrown her way because she was no longer part of that camp. Mm. Veganism is wonderful. Vegetarianism is wonderful. Paleo eating is wonderful. Low carb, whatever it is, these things have interesting, powerful, very applicable things that we can all take away in our lives. They all have value. That's right. However, when you use it to label yourself, you know, what's said is that when you label me, you negate me. Right. We start to identify ourselves by the things that we don't do, you know, instead of the things that we do, uh, we exclude ourselves. You know, we put barriers on things that can potentially help us or potentially help other people when they can't fit into your mold of what you think is the right way. Absolutely. We've got to understand that Where you are today, you're going to come to revelations maybe next week, maybe next year, maybe five years from now, that you were wrong about certain things. And this happens in all of our lives. That's called growth. That's called wisdom. You know, when we actually come to the conclusion that we don't know all the answers, you know, and it's a very powerful place to be because it can seem disempowering just to think like, wait a minute, I don't actually know what I'm talking about here, (laughs) but it actually does free you. And this is what's possible when we start to include instead of exclude, you know, so understand that food can bring us together. We don't have to be the weird one. We don't have to be the person who's constantly just kind of badgering people around us. And they're afraid when you come around, they're like hiding, you know, their the stuff in their shopping cart. <laughs> I've been that person. It's just like, calm down, baby. That's right. It's all right. You don't have to hide your shopping cart. It's all good. I see you've got the kale in there. I see you've got fresh vegetables and fresh grass fed beef or whatever the case may be. And you, yeah, you've got some cupcakes in there. (laughs) It's all right, baby. No judgment. Oh, yeah. You know, if this fits what you want in your life, so be it. And there's always another way. You know, if you want to make some adjustments later, so be it. But if you're happy right now, that's what's most important. Because even the healthiest diet in the world, if you are being negative about the food that you're eating and having a negative perception about it, you're making that food poison. You know, that's the power of our minds. And again, this isn't just airy-fairy talk. This is, you're changing your biochemistry. You're creating more stress hormones when you're stressed out about what you're eating. Mm. So you've got to find that balance, you know, that integration is a better word, of eating the way that we want that truly feels good to us and accepting other people. All right, so that's one of the big takeaways from 2014. Yes. And with that, we want to go forth into 2015 and to be more of a positive role model. You know, instead of, talking down to people and thinking that you're better than just being yourself, showing them what you're doing by your example. Sure. You know, and if people ask questions, you share. That's right. It's really as simple as that. And being more including and looking at people in a way that if they're not eating the way that you eat and they're still on a healthy path, they're still doing things to try to improve themselves, you know, be more encouraging and focus on the good things that they are doing. You know, so if you're an advocate of paleo nutrition and your friend is advocate of vegetarian nutrition, Coming together and saying, you know what, both of us are really in agreement that, you know, we should be rocking huge salad every day and we can come together on that. And what we're going to do, we're going to upgrade our salad, whether we're paleo, whether we're vegan, and we're going to start adding some of these superfoods, some spirulina into our salads. We're going to mix in some chlorella to get the heavy metals out of our body, give ourselves a bioavailable protein source, about 70% protein by weight for spirulina, 50% protein by weight with chlorella and also chlorella growth factor. So things that also 
have influence on your stem cells. It does. You know, we're going to come together on this. We're going to add this thing in collectively together. So that's just one example of a way that we can come together instead of having the separatism bringing us together and changing this conversation because the way that we're going to change the landscape of health in our world, in our country, in particular is where we're starting right now, where I'm standing right now. We've got a lot of negative stuff happening here as far as people's health. We're not going to change that if we're fighting amongst ourselves, the people who are focused on being healthy. Absolutely. How we're going to change is coming together. All right. So that one's pretty important. And it's a big takeaway uh, for 2014 and moving into 2015. And again, we're going to see some huge changes once we all start working together more. Yes. So let's move on to number 11 on our biggest health, fitness, and lifestyle lessons of 2014. Number 11 is the best form of injury treatment is prevention. Right. Now, this is from episode 52, where I actually dove in and talked about an injury that I was exposed to that happened with me. And it was not fun. This was my uh, about the 12th or 13th time that I've torn one of my hamstrings. And this was coming right on the heels of me finishing my book where I'd been sitting a lot. I didn't yet have my stand-up desk and just kind of obsessed with that. And I was trying to counter that by, of course, doing my usual workouts, but then getting signed up for competitive softball, right? And so I go out there and just instead of holding up at third, like the third base coach said, I went in, I did score, by the way, you know, very competitive guy. And um, just kind of, it ended my little softball season. And at that time, so with my season, I got to throw these stats out because they're impressive. If you want me on your team, holler at me. I'd love to play. 14 for 17 at the plate. I'm just saying. That's like some Babe Ruth, Ted Williams numbers right there, right? (laughs) But it didn't matter because I got injured and then, you know, the season was over for me. And it's because I was going from zero to 250, like in a blink of an eye. And I wasn't doing the mobility things and the things to take care of myself. And I have a, a history of tearing my hamstrings and I stopped doing the things that was keeping my hamstrings healthy. You know, namely sitting a lot. Right. But also there's some hamstring specific work that we talked about in that episode. But we want to get past that. We did talk about things that can accelerate your healing, definitely in that episode. But more so, we want to have prevention in the first place. But just to kind of talk about really, really quickly some of the things that help along that healing process is injuries still can happen, even with the prevention stuff that you do. But we have to trust our body's intelligence to heal. Because especially when you first get injured, it can feel like, you know, man, this is so messed up. I'm just not going to get better because things might not move at the pace that you want. You have to trust your body's intelligence because your body knows how to fix itself. It's a miracle. It's amazing. You know, whether we get a cut on our finger, your body knows what to do. Or we tear a muscle of some sort, your body knows what to do to fix this. It's just most of the time we've got to get out of the way. Yeah. And we have this barrier in our minds thinking that, okay, my body knows how to fix an injury, but it doesn't know how to fix heart disease. It doesn't know how to fix your arteries and clean house there. Or it doesn't know how to eliminate cancer cells. Mm. That's just not true. You know, your body absolutely knows how to do that stuff. We have to create the conditions for it to do its job. Yes. Namely, just getting out of the way, not doing things to interfere with that innate intelligence that your body has. Yes. Also in that episode, we talked about how meditation and visualization speeds recovery and how belly fat can actually increase injury risk and slow recovery. That's right. So again, this is one of those things where it's not about being some perfect body image, some perfect shape. It's understanding that Having a really big belly is giving us some indications of, number one, insulin resistance and just these inflammatory biomarkers because that type of fat that we're carrying around is actually functioning as a brand new organ. Mm -hmm. It's an endocrine organ, that belly fat, right? And so the main thing that it's doing is producing more estrogen, whether you're male or female. So in women, this can lead to estrogen dominance and a greater disposition towards fibroid tumors, breast cancer, things of that nature. For guys, this can literally feminize you, you know, and depress your secondary sex characteristics, which we talked about on a recent episode talking about boosting your testosterone, which is important for both men and women. So this is one of the big takeaways is understanding that even with being healthy and being able to compete in your sport or to do the exercise you want, we've got to stay healthy. And so we need to address that belly fat, you know, and that's what we talk about here on the show. We've got so many different strategies and tips and insights layered throughout the Model Health Show episodes that can help you to achieve this. And of course, we've got the Fat Loss Code program that you can tune into that's very specific to that. So there's so many ways of doing this. In 2015, the takeaway for this one is making this the year that you get physically healthy. 2015 is the year of fitness. Most certainly. That's what it is. I'm claiming it right now. I'm claiming it with you and for you. So that's what 2015 is all about. 
All right. Getting fit. This is your time. This is your year to do it. Absolutely. So that was number 11. Now we're going to move on to number 12 on our list of the biggest health, fitness and lifestyle lessons of 2014. Uh, Number 12 is that GMOs do actually have studies proving that they're dangerous. Yes. All right. So there's a lot of information going on out there, a lot of debate about genetically modified organisms, a.k.a. GMOs and whether or not they're dangerous. Well, we had on in episode 51, Ty Bollinger, bestselling author, and title of the episode was The Answer to Cancer. And he shared the Sirolini GMO cancer study, and it was shocking. Yes. And of course, we'll have this show in the show notes, but in the show notes for that show, uh, you can actually see what happened when the particular laboratory animals were exposed to these genetically modified organisms, genetically modified food. And it's just shocking. It will just kind of scare you straight when you see it. And the whole point is that we don't want to wait around to find out, is it okay for us to manipulate genetically our food? Foods that have been around evolving, developing for hundreds of thousands of years, if not millions of years, is it okay that we tinker with these things today Yeah. You know, and change them? Is it going to do anything to our genetics? Is it going to do anything to our cells? You don't want to wait around and be an experiment, find out 50 years later when the overwhelming results of the studies that are going on now finally do come out. Sure. You know, avoid that stuff. These genetically modified organisms, the GMOs, the news about these things, just make sure that you're eating real food. Make sure that you're sourcing your food from people who are growing their food properly. You know, going to the farmer's markets, shopping at uh, natural food stores, asking questions, and also, of course, not assuming that something isn't genetically modified. You know, there's different labeling that we have out there now that you can check into But even outside of that, just developing a relationship with the people and the businesses that you get your food from so that you know you're not dealing with this because GMOs do, in fact, have studies proving that they are not safe for your health. Right. So that's one of the biggest takeaways of this past year. And moving forward, again, just focus on eating real food and developing a relationship with the people and businesses that you're getting your food from so that you know you're not dealing with GM knows. All right. GM no. All right. And genetically modified, no. <laughs> All right. So that's number 12. Next up on our list of biggest health, fitness, and lifestyle lessons of 2014, number 13 is that cutting or adding calories won't necessarily change your weight. Right. All right. And Jonathan Baylor, New York Times bestselling author, he was on the show on episode 62 and really breaking down this whole calorie myth and this calorie focus has really gotten us off track from understanding how our bodies really work. And cutting calories does not necessarily mean that it's going to change your weight. And you've probably seen this happen before where, you know, somebody cuts calories or maybe it happened with you drastically and you might lose weight initially, but then it just, you hit a wall. It's because calories don't matter, not nearly as much as your hormones matter because your hormones are actually what determine what your body does with the calories you consume. And when you cut away calories, your metabolism, because it's based on evolutionary biology, right? So your body's evolved that when there's less food around, slow the metabolism down to keep you alive, okay? So we're kind of manually trying to manipulate this system by manipulating calories. And it's not the right source. It's not the right place to, it's not the root of where we need to look. So focusing in on calories is a big mistake if we want to change our weight, either moving up or down. We want to shift our focus to our hormones. And that was definitely a game-changing episode for sure. Oh, yeah. And even with gaining weight, you know, because we're getting a lot of requests for people asking about gaining healthy weight. And the good news is we've got a show coming up. It's already outlined to rock out here very soon, early on 2015, to dive into that subject. Because even when people lose weight, because they're wanting to get down to their particular body weight they want, they might want to, you know, put on a little bit more muscle mass, you know, not necessarily gain weight, but put on some more muscle mass so that their body can be uh, able to burn fat even when they're not working out. Because muscle is your body's fat burning machinery. That's one of the big takeaways of past shows. Muscle is your body's fat burning machinery. So the more muscle that you have on your frame, the more fat that you're going to be burning, regardless if you're working out or not. Yeah. Right. So that's going to help so that you can keep the weight off. And that's what we want to do is we want to make it so that it's hard to get out of shape. Right. That's what we want to do. Make it hard to get out of shape by putting more healthy muscle onto our frame. Absolutely. So that show is going to be coming up in 2015, talking about gaining healthy weight. But also, of course, we're going to dive in more and deeper and bring other angles in, other experts, other ideas about getting the weight off. Because that's kind of the dominant issue with our culture right now, is how do we get 
out of being three out of four people being overweight and obese right now? How do we shift that ratio? Yeah. So we're definitely going to talk more about that. And again, it really boils down to focusing in on hormone health, eating a hormone healthy diet, hormone healthy exercise, and of course, the stress management, which we're going to talk about in just a moment. So that brings us to number 14 on our list of the biggest health, fitness, and lifestyle lessons of 2014. Number 14 is to go outside the usual for your exercise. Right. Okay. Number 14 is to go outside the usual for your exercise. So, of course, we talked about having on Travis Brewer from American Ninja Warrior. So we've got the Ninja Warrior obstacles that you can go and do. There's different places popping up all over the place for you to take on some of these different obstacles. And even if it's not that, there's like the Warrior Dash. There's different obstacle courses that you can participate in. There's so many different things that can challenge yourself in a different way. And it's getting back to what your genes expect you to do, you know, because the terrain is not supposed to be laid out and just flat for you all the time. We're supposed to be able to maneuver and to move in different ways and to be flexible and to get over things, you know, to be able to move around the things that show up in our path. Yeah. Right. But also going outside the usual for exercise, I've started to incorporate work with steel clubs. And for me, using these steel clubs is a result of my recent trip to Austin and heading down to the Onnit headquarters. So our incredible sponsor, and they just opened this amazing gym. And I work with their head trainer, they call him the Wolf, all right? So John Wolf, and he took me through some incredible training, and it was like a spiritual experience. It was so powerful. I can't even put it to words. Of being able to work with one of these more kind of primal tools for training that people have been using for thousands of years, and I actually used this. It was essentially 55-pound club through my workout and doing movements that I've done before, but with this tool, so doing squats and lunges and deadlifts and presses and raises, Using this club was just a humbling experience and something I've brought back with me and incorporated into my life. And I absolutely love it. It just makes me feel more capable. Mm. It makes me feel stronger in my body to be able to use a steel club. So there's that. There's the steel maces. There are kettlebells. There are so many different things that you can add in in 2015 to your health and fitness strategy. Just to keep things fresh, to keep things fun, to keep you growing, to keep challenging yourself. And if you're interested in the steel maces, just head over to onnit.com forward slash model. So O-N-N-I-T forward slash M-O-D-E-L and head over and check out the exercise equipment that they have. And it's just, it was going to blow you away. Some of the coolest stuff. And I've got my two clubs at home and I highly recommend starting to learn how to do some of the steel club training. It's fun. It's challenging. And it just, it keeps the workouts fresh. You know, there's always, it's one of those things that's kind of intuitive as well. You'll find different things to do with it. Really, really fun stuff. So that was number 14 is to go outside the usual for your exercise. You know, challenge yourself. Do something different. Sure. So that's one of the biggest takeaways for health, fitness, and lifestyle in 2014. And now we're at number 15. We're here. We're here now. So this is the 15th of our biggest takeaways from this past year uh, regarding our health, fitness, and our lifestyle. And number 15 is chronic stress can destroy our body, brain, and happiness. Mm. Okay. Chronic stress can destroy our body, brain, and happiness. It does. And we dove in deep on this one too in episode 45. You know how we do it. That's right. We dive in. Swish. We dive in. And according to HeartMath Institute, a typical stress reaction, which most of us experience dozens of times a day, begins a cascade of 1,400 biochemical events in our bodies. If these reactions are left unchecked, we age prematurely. We lose our cognitive function and our brain is drained and we are robbed of our effectiveness and clarity. Absolutely. Now, that's just part of the puzzle. In the 1900s, the vast majority of physician visits were for acute infection, influenza and trauma or childbirth. Today, upwards of 90% of all doctor visits are for stress-related illnesses. This, my friends, this is crazy. But it's one of those things where we take it for granted and not understanding what a huge impact that stress has in our lives. And one of the biggest takeaways from this one for this year is that not all stress is bad. We talked about already hormetic stressors. So these are things that you're exposed to or you expose yourself to that will actually make you stronger if you create the conditions for yourself to heal. Right. Stress is good. And one of the things that is most important is actually your perception of stress. Right. And so there's really popular studies showing that it's not so much that stress is just damaging you. It's your perception of stress, whether you think it's bad or not. 
If you think stress is good for you and the stress you're exposed to is making you stronger, it does in fact translate to that in your life. Yeah. And I actually did an article on this and, and cited this incredible TED Talk that really dove in and talked about this specifically. And I'll put this in the show notes as well. Just thinking stress is bad can stress you out and make it even worse. It does. You know, but we've got to understand, we've got to have today strategies to help to integrate with this stress, okay? To modulate it, right? To be able to adapt, right? That's what we want. That's what we must have 2015 is to add in more stress management practices because that's the typical label is stress management. And just one little other nugget, the American Medical Association. So this is the AMA. This is the people really giving the news out there about our health. They're even saying that Stress is the basic underlying cause of more than 60% of all human illnesses and diseases. So when we're talking about defending earlier about defending against disease, defending against the flu, what's going to happen when you are chronically stressed? What's going to happen to your immune system? Bottom line is just going to make you far more susceptible to becoming ill. Sure. Far more susceptible to developing any number of diseases because we've got genetic dispositions, all of us, for different things. You know, for the whole gamut. I mean, ranging from diabetes to degenerative bone disease. You know, it's just how your body's going to express it once stress is kind of taking you down. So in 2015, we must, we absolutely must develop health practices to help us to modulate this stress. So this can be ranging from anything. If you're a busy-minded person, more want to be more active with your stress management practice, uh, Qigong. We have a wonderful episode talking about Qigong, which will be in the show notes as well. Meditation making sure that we're getting out in nature, not sitting too much, making sure that we're not stressing ourselves out over food. With that, the caveat, though, is that we're shifting our perception and our focus more onto things that are more life-affirmative, more life-giving foods, more things that have the good stuff in them. You know, So we're not stressing our bodies out by, of course, consuming things that were just nefarious and that, you know, like a ding-dong, right? You are what you eat. If you're eating a ding-dong, you're going to be a ding-dong. <laughs> If you eat too many bananas, you're going to go bananas. If you eat too many nuts, you're going to go nuts. You've got to have balance, right? But even it's cool to be a little bit nuts, right? It's cool to be a little bit bananas. Shout out to Gwen Stefani, right? B-A-N-A-N-A-S, this is banana, right? It's cool to be that. But to be a ding-dong, no one wants to be a ding-dong. No one wants to be a ho-ho, right? That's right. Don't eat that stuff. That's just silly. That's crazy pants. You know, so you want to avoid things that are just blatantly bad for you. Focus more on things that are of the life affirmative nature and, of course, still have fun, you know. But if your definition of having fun is a Twinkie, we got a lot to talk about still. All right. So there you have it, guys. So many different things that we can employ in our lives in 2015. It's really just about making it a mandate and really putting our our heart and our intention and our focus on being the greatest version of ourselves. Because I truly do believe in you. You've got gifts, talents, capacities for so much. Most certainly. There's so much potential within you. And what you want to strive to do this year is to start to tap into that. You know, if you've already tapped into it, go to the next level. You know, there's always another level. There's always room for improvement. There's always growth possible because the reality is there is no such thing as stagnation in our world, in the way that things are set up. You know, there's no such thing as that. You're either growing or you're dying. You can't stay in one place. Everything is changing and turning every single moment. You know, time does not stand still. So you're either growing with time or you're dying. So knowing this, knowing that we can't stay the same, what are you going to choose to do? Are you going to choose to get better? Oh, yeah. And to grow and to become more of yourself? Or are you just going to sit by the wayside and let another year go by where you're not feeling happy and feeling that you've accomplished even some of what you have as your potential? You know, because it doesn't take much. You could set huge goals, like set the biggest, like this year for me personally, the goals that I'm setting for myself and for what I'm doing are beyond me. Like I can't even fathom being able to accomplish these things, but I guarantee you that I'm going to get close. I guarantee you that if I even do one tenth of what I set out to do, it's going to change my life dramatically and it's going to change the lives of potentially over a million people this year. And that's my goal. So set your goals high, ultra high, scare yourself a little bit, you know, because if you fall a little bit short you're still going to just blow yourself away when you sit back and look at this past year. Yeah. You know, so I really encourage you to do the thing that I mentioned at the top of the show, which is right now or as soon as possible, take out a notebook or a notepad. You're like, do this with the old school hand, pen, and paper, right? And write down the things that you've accomplished this year. 
the things that you've overcome this past year. And then from there, write your goals for 2015. Or if you've already written your 2015 goals, after you do the exercise of looking back at what you've accomplished, go back and just look those things over with those fresh eyes, with that knowing spirit that you can accomplish so much because look at what you've already done. Yes. Thank you so much for being a part of my life. Thank you for letting me be a part of yours. We've got an amazing 2015 in store for you. So stay tuned in, stay connected, have an amazing rest of your day, and I'll talk with you soon. And make sure for more after the show, you head over to theshawnstevensonmodel.com. That's where you can find the show notes. And if you've got any questions or comments, make sure to let me know. And please head over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and let everybody know that our show is awesome and you're loving it. And I read all the comments, so please leave me a comment there. And take care, everybody. promise to keep giving you more powerful, empowering, great content to help transform your life. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening.